Season two of the Arms Movement Like Project continues with episode 50 tonight. What happens when you take artistic talent and technical credibility and fuse them together? You get one kick-ass small business doing some amazing things in Windsor, Essex, and beyond. This is the latest edition of the Arms Movement Like Project, and it starts right now. Hey, good to have you along for the ride. This is a Wednesday. Normally, we're live on Tuesdays, but I apologize. We sort of bumped my guest from last night, uh, episode 50, season two of the Arms Movement Like Project. Happy to be along for the ride. Um, for all of you who attended Essex's uh, Santa Village, we had the organizers on last week talking about it. Oh, my God. It was an awesome event. If you haven't had a chance to see some photos about the uh, thousands of people who descended upon the town of Essex for the Santa Claus Parade last weekend, follow them on Facebook. And it's uh, always good to see a lot of the events that we talk about, we promote, and we share here on the show just be tremendous successes. So uh, hats off to everybody involved with the Essex BIA and Rich Tapping and the team organizing the first annual, and it will be annual, Santa Claus Village in the town of Essex. So, uh, oh my God, we are like 10 days away until Christmas. And I know you might be thinking... Hey, what is going on? I know I feel that way too. Uh, we've got our Christmas tree up. We've got uh, presents hopefully ready to go. I know the kids have written their letters to Santa Claus. Speaking of the kids, last night we were supposed to go live on the show, but as it is when you're a parent, uh, your children get sick at this time of year. So uh, I have to give a shout out to my guest here who I'll bring on in the next couple of minutes. For I was texting him. I'm like, dude, both my kids are really sick right now. I can't hop on. And he's like, don't worry about it, man. It's all good. So uh, I've had a chance to work with this guy for about six months now. I've been aware of his work in Windsor, Essex for quite some time. He has a fantastic shop on Walker Road, and he really takes ideas and then turns it into art via metal. Uh, it is pretty cool what he can do, and he's done some pretty cool projects, not just fire pits and home decor and art for the inside and outside of your home. He's done some pretty cool home renovation projects here locally and beyond. So joining me on the show tonight to tell us a little bit more about his business is my buddy James from JKD Metalworks. James, what's going on, man? Good to see you, brother. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Uh, dude, let's get started with how you got started in the world of metalworking and and this, this business that has sort of erupted on Walker Road. Walk me back and tell me how you got started doing what you do and what it is that you do. Well, year, I... I... Back in the day, I thought I was going to be a welder, then a mechanic, and it kind of snowballed from there into all kinds of different stuff, construction, mold maker. So it was just different talents kind of rolled in together, and I made a business out of it, I guess. But this is different from, say, like what you do at JKD, right? This is different yeah. from you know, working in a specific shop, maybe doing more technical parts, you're really taking yep. people's creativity and turning it into something tangible too. So did somebody just approach you and say, Hey man, can you make this out of metal? Like how did that get started? Uh, uh, I've always done a lot of stuff with metal. I always like welding and stuff, fabrication. I was a mold maker before for years and I specialized in fabrication and hydraulics. So, and then I kind of took that with me all through the different construction trades and this and that Somebody would need something to fix. I'm very mechanically inclined. You know, I started welding on trailers, this and that. And then it got into, you know, what can I do to make the business more of a business than just welding and fabrication? So I got more into the artistic side of it, I guess, too. 
on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like the hardest thing ever to do. And one being like, I could do this blindfolded in my sleep, having a couple drinks and with one hand tied behind my back. How hard is it for you to do some of these projects? Like, I know you, you you're so passionate about it, but are you like, I can do this. I, I, I can take this challenge on. Uh, yeah. Um, probably this, the most technical stuff is when you get into like railings and handrails and angles stuff like that, that uh, kind of have to fit no matter what you do. So you got to measure, measure a lot, cut once to make sure it fits. What did like, how did you get started doing the fire pits? Cause I know that's, it's not what you're known for, but I know there's so many people in Windsor. Like when I fire up my fire pit at, at our place, like I got a star Wars one that you were gracious enough to make for Liam. Um, and we love it. We've used the hell out of it since we got it in the summer. Um, like, did you somebody say somebody because you can get like we talked about this when I came in the shop, right? You can go into your big box store and get like these fire pits that are made from China and mm -hmm. they'll last you a season and then you've got rust. But then it's like, you know, you go to somebody's house and you see the exact same one. But these are very unique and very customized. Like, did somebody just approach you and say, hey, man, can you like do this? And you're like, I'll do it. And then you you sort of like expand on the actual creativity and the options because you can get like the standard base models dare I say yep. for a fire pit and you can get like all the bells and whistles with these things. Yeah. Um, I think it was more of a demand. What, what can I, what do people need and what can I offer to them that what can I do in my little shop? Basically we just took ideas just like everybody else go on the internet and you figure out uh, what is a good demand for people to have. It's something that, Outside the box, as you said, the big box store, something that they can't offer there, like a custom fire pit or a custom signage or, you know, they can sell stuff to make railings and gates and stuff. But sometimes the generic stuff doesn't always work for certain people. They want the one off uh, once, you know, technical gate or one technical fire pit, just something different that's going to match their needs or their likings. And it's like, I would imagine too, James, in your years of doing this too, people want to be original, right? They want something customized. They want something, you know, you see those monograms that you guys do and you do so many for really anyone in the city who's got an idea for how they want to do it. If they see it on Etsy, like we approached you, um, yeah. or if you've got something already pre-made in a shop, if you wanted something a little bit more, um, you know, that's ready to go. But I, I think people want things that are somewhat personalized to their particular situation, whether it's like their uh, yep. name in the kid's room or, you know, a monogram they can put in the backyard. Yep. I mean, again, it's, it's something a need that people want it, right. They, they want something special, something different to hard to buy gifts. That's the biggest thing people are hard to buy for. What do you buy for someone that can just go out and go off the store and buy whatever they want? You buy something that they can't just pick off the shelf. So you get a monogram or you get a custom tree of life with theirs, you know, what year they were married, what month or year they were uh, married or when they started their business, and stuff, what time, what year they were established as a business. Um, like you, the, the recent post we made uh, for small businesses. So some people, you know, they celebrate 10 years established and they wanted the year they established their business. So they want their business name with the name underneath. But they don't want it on plastic. They don't want it on paper. They want it on steel. That's going to last some time and last outside. When you're doing these these concept art and and 
and I want to talk to you about your process too. And folks, uh, James is on the show for the next little bit. If you want to comment, please do. We've got a couple of comments coming in through the feed. We're live on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and we're also live on Twitter this evening. So we'll get to those comments for James here in the next couple of minutes. But when you're kind of sketching out, they come into the shop and they're like, hey, James, can you do this? And and they've got ideas and you're kind of like, I know you're ruminating your head. And you're like, okay, well, let's make this happen. It is really epic, right? Because you, it's not like you're just penciling it out. In some cases you mm -hmm. might be, but you're really being precise with your computer system. And I think that's that's crucial, right? You guys are really taking the time to make sure you get it right. Yeah, because you don't want, just like anything else, you don't want it to look lopsided or you don't want it to, you want it to fit, fit the page. Or sometimes people ask me, you know, what can you do for me? Well, some the questions I ask, what size of area are you trying to fill? Uh, like addresses, this, that, kind of give me more ideas. What do you want to look like? Um, so I can make something custom. Like some people want certain animals. They want certain cars. We've done uh, the Volkswagen uh, view. We've done a Mustang view. I want people to come to me and tell me I want to look similar to this. The more ideas, the more suggestions I can get, the better off we are to make it the custom for your likings. Has there been a time where you're like, you know what, I can't take this on or this is a first? Or if somebody comes to yeah. you like, hey, can you do this? And you're like, yeah, I've never done this before, but let's try it. Yep. Oh, yeah. There's, there's many times. I'd love to do it. I always say that. I love to try it. I might as well try it at least once. We can make it work. Sometimes it doesn't always work out. Sometimes I make it work. Uh, thinking outside the box is one of my fortes. I like to uh, make uh, take a problem that somebody can't solve and see if we can solve it. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about, and there's a couple of things, and again, we'll get to those comments in the next couple of minutes, is if you go to the website for people who are listening to the show or watching the show after the fact, check it out. It's got some really good uh, products and different projects that he's done over the years. You have like this massive, I thought it was like some decor piece, but this was probably the biggest fire ring you ever did. Tell me about that. <laughs> so a 10, we have done a, a nine foot and a 10 foot fire ring. Holy cow, man. Uh, one of them went to um, uh, Smokey's Garage, I believe it's in Brampton, Ontario. And one of them is in Ruthven, Ontario, right here, south side of Windsor. And a 10-foot one, uh, brownstone farm, I believe it was, was 10 feet across, 18, 20 inches tall. Holy so it, they wanted, he, the gentleman that I built it for, he, he put skids in, and four or five skids at a time. He wanted something he used his machine, drop the skids in, and continue on partying. So he made a 10-foot fire pit. Oh, right, his logo on and everything. It was perfect exactly the size that he wanted to fit the original fire pit with his uh business logo and his family logo on it and that's a so. source of pride eh james like you mm -hmm. must see that and i know you've done some work for some of my uh friends and and people that i've done business with too but to kind of like make it personal but also take pride in their particular business because i think people are proud of their business right they're proud of mm -hmm. who they are as a family and they might have that too but you can do that you can put business logos on it you can do team logos yeah. whatever yeah I did Jobin's farm, uh, rock farm and dairy farm. I put both of their uh, logos on the fire pit for them. So that's, again, it took something that was, that's dear, obviously dear to them, just like my, my company name and made it so they can look at it even on a Saturday night around the fire, basically. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. One thing that kind of threw me off in a good way is like when you and I were talking about the business and you I've been in the shop several times, getting to meet some of your awesome staff too, and just seeing talking to some of the customers in the front uh, uh, foyer where you've got a lot of the product on display. 
Um, also, folks, if, if you if you do swing by the shop on Walker Road and, and you see James and James floats from the back to the front, I, I had a chance to tour the back with James and it, it's pretty epic on sort of the process and the planning that goes into these particular pieces, whether it's a fire pit or something that uh, is a more decorative piece. But what threw me off in a good way was and, and at first I was like, really? But it totally makes sense because I know some people on your social when I was following it on Instagram, they were commenting on that. But you actually did a customized urn for somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. That must have been kind of emotional for these folks, right? There was a, I've done two of them now. I did one was a plaque for an urn. And there was another one that was actually a Montreal Canadian one. And it was actually buried and everything with them. They wanted they were cremated they wanted something special they wanted something that only they had obviously it went in the ground they'll never see it but it was a montreal canadian that's exactly what they wanted and i was happy i was happy i was able to make it for them and 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 make the family kind of to rest that uh they knew exactly where they were and they were in a happy place you can say and that so. takes um I think that takes a, a world of um, dedication to do and do it right for, for folks too, especially when they're going through something like that, right? Mm -hmm. You, you want to like supersede them. And then on top of that, one of the cool projects I wanted to talk to you about here on the show was what you did for a property here, I guess, in the Essex County area, but correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not just a fire pit, but it was like a privacy fence, which was pretty badass mm -hmm. too. Yeah, we do aluminum privacy fences, aluminum dividers, um, a lot of, even there's a couple houses, a lot of people have the houses. you walk out your back door on and you're overlooking everyone else's backyard. So you want a little bit of privacy up on your higher patio, your deck. We can make privacy panels out of aluminum as well, powder coated. So they're almost indestructible and last for a heck of a long time, more than steel out of aluminum at least. That's awesome. And it, it's, uh, it's a very nice decorative piece too. I mean, a lot of people spending their time in their backyards, especially during COVID too. Mm -hmm. But speaking of COVID, uh, walk me through the last couple of years for you. I know this is something Oof. the businesses, you know, <laughs> as you say, oof. tell me about some of the trials, man, the tribulations, you know, the pivoting that you guys have had to do to make this all work. Well, the custom metalworks was basically started January, February, 2020. Uh, uh, I got the machine, brought it back. I picked it up in Kingston, Ontario, brought it back to Windsor, set it up. Worked day and night, got it running, started pumping out stuff. And March, I believe March 13th, March 12th, whatever it was, yeah, we're going to close your business for three months and uh, hope for the best. So it was, it's was. it been a challenge the last three years. The first two years, 2020, 2021, was a big, big challenge. Try to keep uh, motivated, try to keep money coming in the door, you know, taking stuff in through a drop-off window. I mean, there was a lot of ups and downs um it's it's a tough one to deal with especially starting off with another new business in the middle of all that it was tough and and i wanted to also talk about your your business too jkd custom sharpening right because this is sort of mm -hmm. like what you guys were doing tell me a little bit about yeah. that and uh what you guys do there um the custom sharpening has been around for just about nine years with the sign up uh i base it on just like i base a lot of my business on residential it was a residential sharpening business I started. Um, I wanted to make sure that it was a demand that didn't go up and down. Sometimes commercial businesses go up and down. The need goes up and down. With residential, everyone always needs a kitchen knife sharpened, lawnmower blade, woodworkers, chisels, the garden tools. 
Everyone's got those garden tools they like and they don't want to get rid of. So why throw them out? Same with kitchen knives. Doesn't matter if it's a high-end Williams knife at $300 or just a Walmart knife. It, it all can be sharpened. It all can be saved. Uh do you ever get a, something come in through the doors and you're like, holy cow, <laughs> like, like this is dull. And they're like, oh, I've been using this for whatever. And you're like, yeah, uh, I, it needs to be sharpened. I've seen butter knife. I've seen sharp knives come in and I've seen butter knife sharper than that knife. So it's, I, I don't even know how people use it. Don't get me wrong. I, until I started sharpening my own knives, I didn't know anything about it until I got into the trade. Now everyone cuts themselves in my house. <laughs> Yeah, everything's got like razor sharp, right? Yes. And, and it's yeah. like, you you got to make sure that happens. Hey, just before yeah. we get to some Facebook comments here for you, James, I got an email coming in from Tim. Tim says, hey, A-Arms, appreciate the show. Uh, we're watching uh, via uh, Twitter. Can't comment, but wanted to ask your guest if he actually sharpens skates. Um, I do sharpen skates. It's not something I've done for many years. I've got about two, three years into it. But I do sharpen skates. Yes, I have a skate sharpener. There you go. Tim, thanks for the email. Appreciate it. Uh, a couple of comments here coming off of Facebook, and this is from Lorraine. And Lorraine says, hey, my son's bought a couple of personalized fire pits from James's for gifts. The recipients have absolutely loved them. Uh, great guy. So, Lorraine, thank you so much for that comment, too. Uh, it's funny, eh? Because people, I know with ours, right? Because um, Carrie, my wife, who um, put me to work and then, I guess, put you to work, uh, for different things, you know, she's like, yeah. I, I, she's like, we got to get a decent fire pit because I had just, just devastating one that I, I actually got from a friend. So I'm like, okay, well, I reached out to you and you're like, yeah, man, we can do that. And then I didn't tell her I was doing the Star Wars stuff for Liam and I. So we have like Darth Vader helmet, which looks totally badass. Like we get the fire raging. It just looks like Return <laughs> of the Jedi. His helmet's like Liam loves it. Eh? I love it. Yeah. And yeah. when we have people over, people are just like blown away. Like my Star Wars nerd friends are like, dude. Where can I get it? I'm like, man, this is custom. But yeah. when you do stuff like that and people see that, or like, it's always fun, I think, for you as a business owner to see them come into the shop and they're like, oh, my God, I saw it at somebody's house or I was at this bonfire and I like, can you do this? Can you do that? Because then I think I know you get to see like some of the nerdy stuff like Star Wars. I know some of the your clients I've done say, Lord of the Rings. We've done Lord I was just of the gonna Rings. Say, yeah. yeah. And that must yeah. look pretty cool. Right. With the fire, with the Elvish yeah. around the ring itself. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine, Dave Odette, he was the first one. He was a huge, huge fan of Lord of the Rings, and he, I made it up for him. It was the first one, and it was a, it was, uh, I knocked it out of the. I was actually really proud of myself on it because it was probably the one of the first twenty fire pits we had done. So it, uh, it's with my guy Fred on the machine designing everything. He just, we just knocked it out, painted it up, dropped it off, and Dave was just ecstatic about it. And it's just so, like, so it's like movie quality too, right? Cause I saw some of the yeah. Facebook photos of people and it's like, it actually looks like it's from Lord of the Rings. So kudos to you for yeah. keeping that authenticity. Um, yeah. You know, one thing that you guys do, and I know that you have done and you continually do this past year was really get out into the community and support Windsor Essex, despite their COVID mm -hmm. challenges. And despite the last couple of years, um, I know art in the park was a first kick at the can for you. Tell me a little bit wow. about your experience at Willowstead. Uh, it was way more than I expected. Uh, I knew it was going to be busy. Uh, I've been there only two other times as a, not as a vendor, as just a visitor. And of course, it's just like every time it rained. So I had to take that in consideration by building my displays. And I literally had three weeks to get ready for it. So I built all my displays, all my show pieces, all my stock, everything was done in three weeks. So, and then I think there was 28,000 people the first day there. 
Uh, there were oh, six God. of there were six of us in the booth, and we were busy all the time. Uh, the first day, we didn't even get breaks. Um, all my team rocked it out. Um, Nicole, uh, Jeff, Fred, and my wife Julia, all of us, we just kept going, 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 and it was just a nonstop. It was awesome. It was way more than I expected, and I would honestly do it again in a heartbeat. On top of Art in the Park, I know you do a lot of charitable initiatives, and you you give back to the community, too. I know Lorraine commented, and Lorraine's from Windsor Life Centre. Tell me about the involvement you get in with those folks there, too. Um, I, I haven't always been able to do it, um, and I like to help out, because just like everyone, everyone else in life, everyone goes up and down the road. I've been through a lot in life at 46 years old. I've been through <laughs> anything and everything that can people go through. And I know people out there that are still going through it. So if I can help out a little bit, just small little things like donating a fire pit to Windsor life for an auction, it, it was, was my pleasure. I was happy to able to be able to do it as well. Where do you see the business going, my man, in the next year, couple of years here? Um, in terms of growth and in terms of getting people into the store and even just like knowing about what you guys do? Um, just like to keep build, building forward, building more of a clientele, trying to help out different situations, get more into different um, things like dividers, privacy for backyards, all that stuff. I don't really want to get too big. I want to keep it to a small size so I can keep it more personal than get too much into the... I don't even know how to, what words I'm looking for, but I just want to stay kind of slow and easy when it comes to and just keep it consistent. I don't really want to get too big so it, uh, I get away from the personal side of it. I like to be I think, involved. I was going to say, man, I think you're going to go to the moon, man, because the products are there, the demand is there. And I think, especially yeah. with COVID, people are spending more time at home. And mm. I know for us, like for me, the kids go to bed, I'll crack open something to drink and I'll sit around the fire in the summer, even in the fall. And yeah, uh, very proud of it. So kudos to you, brother. Glad to know you. I think you do amazing work. And I want to say thank you from uh, everybody you've done work for, because I think there's a lot of happy people out there. And hopefully after the show, there'll be a lot of more happy people. But we should preface the chat here with 10 days left to go until Christmas. Uh, you're, yeah. you're placing orders for the 2023, right? You're like swamped. Yeah, there's there's no no room. I've got uh, I've got about five last minute stuff we're trying to get out. Uh, cut in the next two days so I can get off the powder coat for custom signs. I've still got uh, three square fire pits to weld up before next week and deliver a couple round ones still being picked up. I mean, I've got a couple smaller areas for small stuff to do, but any big signs, I'm basically taking orders until uh, 2023. So, but I'm very happy with the way things have gone. Um, my biggest thing is to stay small. My qual biggest thing on my plate is quality not all about quantity it's the quality of my product is what i want to keep where it's at um i'd like i like to keep it i mean obviously nothing's perfect but if you keep it simple keep it small the quality always stays there so that's appreciate it man uh, like you do great work dude you should be very proud and it's a pleasure to have you on and know you as well so keep up the great work merry christmas to you and yours and i'm sure she at the uh, shop at some point over the next little bit so thanks man sounds good thanks i appreciate having me on here Anytime. James from JK, uh, JKD Metalworks. Uh, awesome guy. Great shop and some pretty amazing things that you can see and get for your home, too. Um, like I said, we got the Star Wars fire pit in the back, which we absolutely love. And then um, we got these, as you know, you may not know, um, my wife and I and the kids, uh, Liam and Olivia, are pretty big Disney fans. 
And we haven't had a chance to get down to Disney since COVID, uh, obviously. And, um, you know, we're kind of missing it over the last little bit. Things have been busy. We've been having a lot of, well, we have a new kid. Um, so we just haven't had a chance to, you know, make plans to get down to Florida. We'd like to. So this past summer, you know, we were spending a lot more time in our backyard. We actually, if you go on my Facebook page, you'll be able to see it. James did some replica Minnie and Mickey. I call them like sun catchers, but they're not. They're like silhouettes. So they're about two, three feet tall. I got them for Liam and Olivia and we put them in the garden. So when the sun sets, it actually casts a pretty awesome shadow on the fence of Minnie and Mickey Mouse. Um, and they look like right out of Disney World. Like James did an epic job. So we just put it in our landscaping. It's pretty classy, a nice black finish. And uh, it's probably one of our favorite pieces in the backyard. So um, anyways, yeah, if you want to check it out, it's up on my Facebook page. Might be a good idea for somebody next year in 2023. But yeah, you got to check out that Star Wars uh, fire pit. I smile because it is so epic. Like I'll start raging a fire in there. Like my buddy Rich was over and my buddy Jeff was over one night. They're like, dude, get the fire going. And then the fire's going, it's going. And then the Darth Vader helmet, like. James did it like engraved on the side and it just looks like the helmet's melting on fire. It's like from Return of the Jedi if you're a Star Wars fan like I am. It's pretty awesome. So anyways, stop on in. They're on Walker Road, uh, just about a block and a half away from the EC Road Expressway. So I uh, can't miss them. Uh, great location there too. So uh, we appreciate James coming on the show. Folks, uh, we are winding down the clock. A couple weeks to go before 2022 is gone. And then we head into 2023. If you're freaking out like I am, because it's like, oh, my God, um, it's a new year. So we've been doing this show, believe it or not, for two years, two seasons. Season three kicks off in January 2023. We've been talking about all the different changes coming to the show. Um, got a lot of emails, a lot of questions like, hey, what's going on? So we are going to still bring on unique guests and individuals that you haven't heard of or maybe you have heard of and just kind of go deeper with some of the stories that they have on a bi-weekly basis. And we're also going to dive into some of the news headlines affecting Windsor and Essex County from your local media outlets. So we'll sort of preface the show uh, when we come on live with some of the news headlines, my take on the news, some commentary on the news, uh, referencing the news that you may watch, read, or see, um, and listen to. And then we'll kind of bring our guest on to comment on that and then talk to our guests a little bit about what they've got going on too. So. A little bit more of a dynamic format and a shorter format that will be coming up. Our episodes will be a little bit more condensed as we head into season three. So a lot more bells and whistles in the production side of things for those shows that will be coming up. And that will be starting in January of 2023. also want to give a big shout out to our season sponsor this year, Motor City Chrysler, uh, right at the corner of Walker and Tecumseh. A big shout out to Jason Bray and the team sponsoring the show this season. We deeply appreciate it. Great place to swing on by. Check out some of the rides ahead of Santa Claus coming to town, and they will take care of you with some fantastic made uh, vehicles if you're looking for a new or pre-owned ride here in the Windsor-Essex area. Ian says, hey, great works, James. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Thanks, Ian, for watching the show. So anyways, have a great rest of the evening. We're back again, same schedule time, Tuesday next week. We'll talk a little bit about Christmas dieting. Nobody wants to diet around Christmas, but maybe being a little bit more mindful around the holiday season when you're having people over, maybe going to a holiday party, stuffing your face, drinking those extra drinks, just being mindful about that and talk a little bit more about better eating when it comes to 2023. So if you're a registered dietitian who's going to join the show uh, and she's uh, a wealth of information, so she'll be on with us next Tuesday at eight o'clock. And then the final show of the year, 
I should say this on Tuesday, December 27th, we're going to do something a little different with the program. Lorenzo's dieting. Yuck. Yeah, I know. But it doesn't necessarily have to mean like bad food, right? You can have good food. It's all about how I think you prepare it and making those choices too. So my guest next week, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But on the 27th, the final show of the year, it's going to be a little different. I am going to open up the show to you when you watch or you listen live and you can ask me anything. So I will provide a link on the show. You can either comment in the chat on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. Or you can hop on if you are so inclined via the link that I will provide before the show and literally hop on and talk to me via webcam. And we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Kind of an ask me anything segment or ask you anything, whatever you, whatever's on your mind, we'll talk about it. And that's coming up for the final show this season on the 27th of December, 2022. Anyways, folks, I am rambling here. We're approaching the half an hour mark. Have a great rest of the evening. Um, and for the folks messaging, yeah, the kids are okay. Liam caught a little bit of a cold. Uh, Olivia caught her first cold too. So it's just, you know, when you have two munchkins, you want to make sure that they're taken care of. So, uh, but thank you for the kind words. Uh, we'll see you back here next Tuesday, live on the Arms Movement Light Project. Thanks for watching. <laughs>